0: Hold on, ready? Right, right, right. I, I, I have a dead or alive and a Simpsons for you. Yeah, I have one. I have something for both of you. All right. So we're just going to go in. We're just going to say what yeah. our rants are and then go, you'll hear what they are. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: So, so you're going to leave me oh, in? I, I already got you. I already uh, told you guys you were oh, alive. Hold, right. on, all all right. the, hold on. We need the all intro. We need the right. intro. Oh, you want the music? You sure want the music? music, yeah.
2: all right. All right. Mm-hmm.
3: Driving into the crossroads of sports and politics, we are the Bill Bradley Collective. Here are your hosts, Ed, Zach, and Andrew.
1: Welcome to the final episode of the Bill Bradley Collective. Uh- really want to thank Pearl Jam for donating that music to us. Uh, that was really good. Uh, it, it's going to be like the Sopranos ending where it's just going to stop oh, halfway through. You know, no,
0: I, I, we'll I, be I, mid-sentence. It was, it was, it was, a, it
1: was actually going to be my joke. We would combine the two worst endings ever. We would sit in a jail cell talking about things we talked about four years ago. Uh-uh. Then Brandon would look at the camera and would go blank. <laughs> and that would be
3: the end of it. Yeah, the, the, the separating thing there is the last nine episodes, the last season of Sopranos is really good until the end. That last season of Seinfeld is terrible, terrible. Really terrible. It, 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 it turns out... Worse than the last season
1: of Scrubs. It turns out Fair. that yeah. when one of the comedic geniuses of our lifetime, Larry David, leaves the show,
3: things go down hell.
1: Yeah. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Who would have guessed? It's like when LeBron leaving Cleveland uh, the first time. Absolutely. How you doing, Andrew?
3: I'm doing well. This is um, bittersweet. It's been a long week. Holidays, busy season for me, but uh, it's an honor to be here once again with you guys and to send us off yep. in the right way.
1: So I decided for your final Dead or Alive have to have the go most easy? Dead or al- direct <laughs> dead or alive ever. Who won the most Greater Hartford Opens, and is he dead or alive?
3: Oh, man. I should really know. I, this should be the snap call. Um oh, fuck. Last episode. Can I get on? Yeah. The most mundane of hints. How many people he
1: Um He <laughs> was a contemporary of Nicholson and Palmer rather than Tiger. Maybe the third or fourth best player of that time. Fifth best player of that time. Hall of Famer.
3: In the interest of time, I'm Ray Floyd. Billy Casper. Who has been the answer, I think, to multiple questions. Yeah, I I, I've, asked, uh, you, I I've asked you more than God one damn. Billy
1: Casper question. Uh, is, is Billy Casper There's dead or alive? Dead. He is dead. He yeah. died in 2015. Can't, At least you remember the answers for the test. I
3: can, <laughs> that's right, yeah. I, I can't remember, <laughs> yeah, who, won. Exit exit I can't remember who won. the exit interview. I can't remember
1: who won the Three, but Azinger and Palmer won two.
3: I know Phil's got two. Um, yeah, Phil went back to. Bed, oh, yeah. Bubba Watson Bubba won three. Wats- Bubba Watson's got three. Right, sure, I was there lot. for one of them on, on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah.
0: How you doing, Zach? I- I'm doing really well. Uh, it's it's kind of weird that this is our finale because uh, today 275 days, nine months sober. Uh, Congratulations. I'm at a. I'm ending. And uh, ending rehab next week. Uh, my final uh, meeting will be on next Saturday. So you know the end of a couple chapters and looking forward to the new year but yeah yeah, yeah feeling that's, good
1: that's great so zach in one of the last great simpson episodes when homer starts a motorcycle gang <laughs> yes i just cleaned this <laughs> pit of death <laughs> right march quit said she cleaned yeah. a pit of death um and uh do you remember the name of the, the motorcycle gag? The Christ Punchers. No, it's no, Hell Satan. Hell Satan. The Christ Punchers was when when <laughs> Ned found that offensive. Uh, Mo recommended the Christ Punchers. Yeah, there is a rock band that has incredible ties, both to be personally, but also Connecticut, who is featured prominently in that episode. Who is it, and how many of the four members are dead? Or alive it's n r b q it is n r b q are any of them dead or how many are dead in that group They've, that version like
0: that uh I'm gonna say one still alive I think I saw the I think I saw one of them like a decade ago
1: in at the Knickerbocker in Rhode Island three of them are still alive Ali Anderson is still alive he performs regularly uh Joey Samparello or Samparini or whatever it is just performed somewhere very recently and n r b q the re, the re it's like the fifth version of NRVQ still plays and they're great they're just great Terry Adams is in his late seventies only Tommy the drummer who they would make who, who they would bring forward and make them sing fifties pop songs but he didn't know what they were he's the Q he's, he he he's the D yeah he's dead uh so how are you doing
0: I'm doing well I uh, I wanted to combine since basically the games we've played are Simpsons questions and Dead or Alive that I would combine them for you sure. Uh, in season four, the episode Lisa's First Word, uh, one of the sweeter Simpsons episodes. Isn't
1: it Maggie's First Word?
0: Uh, the episode is about Lisa's First okay, Word. Uh, sure. A subplot of that episode is that Krusty has a scratch and win game where customers could win Krusty Burgers if America won the gold medal, but he only did it in uh, communist-dominated events <laughs> until the Soviet boycott. So he lost 44 million. It was... <laughs> Uh, one of the funnier parts of that episode, <laughs> but in that episode, as Homer uh, puts Maggie to bed, he then he hopes that she will be the one that doesn't call him Homer, which is obviously her famous first words. Which right. I'm not going to ask you. Right. Which were Daddy, Daddy, who voiced Maggie, and are they dead or alive? Elizabeth Taylor, and she's dead. <laughs> they go, they brought Elizabeth Taylor in to say one word, and when they shot it, they made her do it for hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor, who was an incredibly beautiful woman, like when you see her like nineteen fifty three, it's like yeah. holy god. But not a great actress, although she's good in um uh um uh, oh the Edwin <laughs> Albee around. play. The Edward Albee play uh, with Richard Burton and um, oh, um, whatever, happen- whatever who's happened. Whatever happened. Who's afraid, afraid of Virginia, Virginia Wolf? Wolf. Yep, who's yep, afraid yep. of Virginia Wolf? Yep. Right. Um, That's a classic. Right. Okay. So Zach, do you know what you're ranting about?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be ranting about uh, Colorado Supreme Court's decision Jeez. to remove Trump from the ballot. And uh, the walking political nightmare that is about to unleash,
1: i um I was going to do that, but I thought you would. So I am doing uh, a Texas school board decision that's not as bad as you'd think when I say those three words together. Uh, how about you, Andrew?
3: Former NFL running back Richard Mendenhall's tweet from this week uh, <laughs> calling for a change to the to the pro Bowl, the pro Bowl format. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Will Compton <laughs> got in involved. Yeah. Right. So, do you mind starting right now? I'd yeah, love I can't to. kick it off. Yeah, because uh, the, I,
1: I don't know this story. I know Zach's, so and I have strong feelings. So that's the funniest one.
3: I had forgot about Hall for years. I remember him in sure Ill- Ill- Illinois, Pittsburgh, played the got, Steelers. He got fat at the end of his career, right? He's always kind of like a big was, power back, but by the end, he was, yeah. He was like
0: Eddie Lacy always. That's <laughs> that's actually
3: that's a pretty good comp, yeah. really. Um,
1: the guy from Michigan, a. Uh, 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 Dale
3: Ron Dane Dane, Dane. yeah that's the one yeah.
1: it wouldn't be the Bill Bradley collective but I didn't fuck up a name uh but uh, yeah that's the guy it's who It's
3: the you second one You got two um, yeah but anyway kind of unprompted out of nowhere Mindenhall. and I didn't even know he was active on social media but this went kind or of or alive. Ex- kind of or alive, <laughs> honestly kind of exploded he he called for and um it was pretty oh, the, the language I know this. was a little uh, you know pointed but he basically that the Pro Bowl should be Whites versus blacks. We just take the best <laughs> white players, put them against the best black players. Uh, he said he was tired of seeing all these white guys that never played football talk like, they, like they're like they experts, like they know everything. Let's settle it on the field. Um, oh, if we like it, Western <laughs> <Kentucky>. <laughs> Yeah. west well,
1: well, yeah, um, right, No, when Kentucky played, uh, Don Haskins, West Texas State.
3: There was plenty of, like, pearl clutching from the likes of uh, people that said a little... <laughs> What a racist thing to say by Sherman Mendenhall, and I'm not sure Mendenhall meant it in like necessarily the best taste, but it, again, harmless. I did find it funny how uh, the likes of J.J. Watt, a lot of guys, Will Compton, as you mentioned, yeah. kind of had fun with it. JJ they started Wallace. building rosters and stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, nobody, we got nobody that can cover Tyree Kill. We got nobody that can cover corner. Well, they have no cornerbacks <laughs> or safety. at all. Okay, here's no funny. Who is the last starting? white cornerback in the nfl the jason, last white oh, jason, seward. It's jason seward yeah 20 fucking years, 20 years ago <laughs> so
1: yeah the idea this is why the 1972 dolphins are the best team of all time um and they had four white defensive backs <laughs> it's like yeah they they not only would the, the current dolphins run them off the field the current commanders would run them off the field and 240 pound guards would carve them up yeah no um, question. Yes, we'd have. Pro- they'd have. Uh, blacks would have problems. Whites would have problems covering the pass. Oh yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> the punting and kicking
3: special. Things. Where where
1: the sp- punting is pun- pun- punters, punters and kickers would be the, the, in, in high demand.
3: They kept doing who, was, who does who, Mahomes play for? Yeah. <laughs> just,
0: just perfect. Who was the uh, the black kicker, the black punter for the Raiders? That uh, was awesome? King. Something King. He got, things. like, suspended for a dirty hit in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, was he was awesome. a yeah. he No, was but awesome. there was also
1: sure. Roby, Reggie Roby, Roby. For, the, for the Dolphins, who was a brilliant punter yeah. for maybe the greatest punter ever. Uh, Ray Guy always gets that, but advanced metrics where Guy... <laughs> Never kicked the ball inside the twenty. I don't think it would be kind. I mean, he just
0: boomed it out of the end zone from everywhere. Barstool made a simulation for it, and they picked uh, the Cowboys versus the Raiders to be the two teams. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't,
1: I don't know how it's not the Patriots for the white guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway,
3: so that, that, yeah, that, that was I'm, a pretty good one. I'm glad that it ended up. I, I thought in a, I in a in a time and place, it could have gotten ugly. In some of the some of the commentary, Clay, yeah. Clay Travis,
0: I'm sure, was like, or like Jason uh, Whit, uh, Whitman Whitlock. Jason Whitlock. <sighs> probably was like, "How can we make?" But like Fuck most of that. the players were like, "Yeah, this is funny."
1: Yeah. Well, the white players realize they're in the minority. Like they understand that, and they also understand, you know. I mean, J- Travis Kelsey talks about that all the time. You know, where. You know, find the find the zone that the white linebackers sit and sit down in that. Like that's like that's how you do. Because I have a chance to be more athletic. It's
3: basically the Kelsey brothers, and Josh Allen, and the Christian McCaffrey. Okay, um, and then who else they got on offense? Uh, Braxton Berrios. <laughs> Braxton Berrios in the slot, sure. No, no, you have all right.
1: So the receivers would be Adam Thielen. Maybe. Would be Adam Adam Thielen this year certainly. Um, we'd have a million. Oh, slot Co- Cooper Cup. Cooper the Cooper Cup. Cup. Cooper Cup be the, yeah uh, 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 Puka Nakua count he's Hawaiian
0: what? right
3: uh,
1: yeah I think we take him
3: yeah certainly. <laughs> yeah Wait, there's a draft in there. right, a on the right. right. Yeah. he
1: he might not be able to get into a country club but <laughs> we, he can play for us that's uh, uh
2: Dave Chappelle he'll he'll tell you <laughs> yeah run.
1: and then you, you'd be able to fill out the offensive line defense yeah. would be a real problem Big problem defense would be a real problem yeah. like who's the best white pass rusher. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Yeah, that's it. Right. They have Watt, but nobody on the other side. Bosas. You have the Bosas. Yeah, one of them will be healthy. Yeah. B- uh, yeah, Nick, <laughs> B-
0: Nick Bosa would put out an MVP game. Yeah. In your entire oh, yeah. life.
3: <laughs> Nick,
0: Nick, Bo- Nick Bosa has a chance to finally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Bosa brothers pick up 37 personal fouls in the game. All right. I'll go second. And. <laughs> This is not, like, a huge issue, but I didn't want it to be a huge issue. So a Texas school board has decided. It, it's the Carroll Independent School District Board President Cameron Byan. This is her quote. Actually, I don't think they ever identify if Cameron's a male or a female. So in the honor, uh, I'll just call them them. says, I am sure we have all received several... Correspondence this month from the district referring to winter break, winter parties, holiday break, holiday parties, everything but Christmas break and Christmas parties. It's Christmas and New Year break, and the district should refer to it as such. Cameron then said that many people have spoken to Cameron about this, but they are worried about retaliation. I just want to say this. We live in the Northeast. I have never heard anyone ever get annoyed when someone says Merry Christmas and correct them. It has never happened East not Haven. once. No, the, in East Haven it would be that they didn't say Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that'd no. Be it, yeah. no, but if someone says Merry Christmas to you, I've never heard anyone make an issue of this. Who gives a shit?
2: I don't get why it is an issue. Who gives a shit? Well, in People Texas, that don't celebrate. Well, I mean, the, the yeah. idea is you that you just might be say it back, like, like I would just think if I say Merry Christmas to somebody who's Jewish, they should just say Happy Hanukkah back to me. Like, right, I mean, just wish everybody your wishes. I mean, I I always We're say so Happy. happy I always say Happy a, Holidays a, as, because, as
0: uh, Krusty said, have a tip
1: top Tet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't have a religion. Yeah. Just say Happy Holidays. Like, say I I, happy I, happy I mean, always say, yeah.
1: I always say I always say Happy be Holidays be because I want to be inclusive. I don't think I'm having war on Christmas. I mean, in my household, we celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas because Alicia's half Jewish, but like this idea that people are attacking people for being for not being politically correct in fucking Texas is insane. How far do people have to go to feel like they're victims? Cuz the most the most victimizing people in the history of the world are these fairly wealthy evangelical white people. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I I've
0: never under I just it's one of those things like I just don't give a shit about. Of the things I care about like if somebody says merry christmas or happy holidays or whatever, who gives a shit? It's not my problem shouldn't be your problem like it's not a like you go into any store like i saw a complaint the other day because i went into target and there was no music playing and this is their woke war on christmas it's like yeah the retail staff who have heard the same christmas songs for the last 10 hours probably Uh, turned it off for a minute i need a break uh, yeah i um yeah but they're just everyone. Like and it, these are the same people that look at liberals and or say, "Like you, you're always you have a victim complex." And it's like, no, it's just it doesn't. You, like yeah. it's like when you're looking at like homeless people and saying like they should be housed. Like that's not a victim complex. That's like <laughs> a belief of failure in the economic system. Like it, it just makes no sense to me.
1: It, it is when you ask registered Republicans who is the most discriminated against group. The overwhelming answer is white people. That is factually incorrect, but it's fed into every day. Oh,
0: can I just, of somebody who, you know, can't, uh, complained about being canceled and then, you know, has the most listened to podcast in the world uh joe rogan got fact-checked in real time by jamie i don't know if you saw that i did uh being like oh joe biden said that uh in the revolutionary war we took the airports and they were like oh my god how can you listen to that you know and and vote and vote and vote for this guy and how can you listen to that and and be okay you know the media is gaslighting you telling you it's okay and then they play the clip and then jamie goes uh He's actually quoting Trump. And then they play the Trump quote and they just went, oh, well, you could tell you fucked up. Yep. It is like,
1: <sighs> it's almost like he's not on the level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy hit his, hit his creative peak on fear factor. No, he was very good in news radio. Oh yeah. I forgot he was in he news was radio, great in news radio, but everybody was great. News radio it was a great show.
3: It's almost like a Peter Principle thing, where like you can be, you know, excel at stand-up comedy, excel at being a, a key piece on a sitcom. He was successful. Oh, yeah. Brandon's yeah, a big he's very successful. That's how he yeah. got onto like news radio. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's a but very successful. When you make comedian. that jump to all of a sudden you're like the most talked about, listened to podcast in the world, and the it, maybe you shouldn't be that. Maybe that's when you when your audience is that yeah. big.
1: He yeah. he and Pat McAfee. So just go away for a few weeks. Just,
3: just
0: hang out. I will not, not. not I'm not stand for this McAfee slander. He's the best part of college game day. Oh, no. he's fantastic. He pays, oh my God, he pays Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, he's I mean, a worker. You know, I'll give him that. He's, he's a, not, a worker. He's always, I don't. He's I don't. Care. I don't care for his
1: work. He's a grinder. He's a, grind. a man hustle. Also, you're in your 40s. Put on a shirt. An actual god. Like I know that's an old guy. That's a boomer thing. Put on a shirt with sleeves please like what do you know you were and by the way we know you were an athlete you were a punter so athlete
3: like hell of a wrestler though i very talented yeah he was right. um, i gotta say as somebody that, that really likes to stand up in bars kitchens living rooms when i see him on that daily show on espn and he's just standing up for three hours sit down <laughs> just sit down you're making me uncomfortable and i'm a stander <laughs> yeah i'm sit a down to you uh so for my last
0: one i've i've uh the last two weeks are a pretty good look into why a lot of people on the left do not really like me all that much, which is I am fairly stingy on the Constitution. Um, I think it's the greatest document ever made in the history of countries because its greatness is that it has allowed it to be adapted without revolution happening. Had, it, it it does count black people as sixty percent of of, of which, a person. Yeah, which we uh, which we adapted to amend to get rid of. Yeah, okay. you know, so yeah, like that's that's why it's great because it's adapted with the times. But you know, I am still a progressive. But a lot of liberals were jumping for joy this week when the Colorado Supreme Court declared that Trump had violated in eighteen sixty five the Fourteenth Amendment. Uh, saying that they cannot be president if you had ever committed insurrection, basically trying to bar the former Confederate
1: bourgeoisie
0: from taking power. But there's also a
1: state law that states out. Yeah. Which is what they
0: were ruling on, the state law. And they cited uh, a Gorsuch opinion, actually. They cited a Neil Gorsuch opinion to disqualify him, uh, which I thought was neat. Uh, And a lot of people are screaming, you know, this is fantastic while the other side is screaming this is constitutional unconstitutional this is election interference first off uh, it's not unconstitutional to remove somebody from the ballot our constitution doesn't outline elections It's why we've always needed the national election law and just to, it's why instead of a national election for president we have 50 individual elections whose sum total add up to who is the president ba- you know it doesn't make sense uh doesn't make a lot of sense but that's our system John Quincy Adams, you know, wasn't on the ballot in Georgia in 1828 when he ran for re-election because he wouldn't give them a treaty that allowed them to kick all the Indians off their land. So they said, okay, you're not going to be on the ballot. He still got written in votes, so he got like 600, but he wasn't on the ballot. Abraham Lincoln, not on any of the Southern states' ballots. Correct. None of them. So now... So it's not unconstitutional. That argument is just stupid. That's just people who don't know what they're talking about. But the problem is the people who can decide are each individual state, either through the courts or by legislative action, can decide who is on the presidential ballot. Because like I said, we have 50 individual elections. So each state gets to make their own laws. It's why Nebraska has a congressional district that awards a one electoral vote separate from the rest of the state. It's the same in Maine. Makes no sense. Still happens. It's what they decided their state. We've already seen in places like Georgia and Arizona and Texas and other Republican states where they have started talking about taking Biden off the ballot. So Biden can be taken off the ballot in, say a swing state that's under Republican control like Georgia, which would then prevent him from hitting 270 electoral votes, which would then require, of course, a response from Democratic states to take Trump off their ballot to well, assure that Trump can't hit 270 electoral votes, which would then, because our Constitution only has one one rule, which is if the electoral votes don't hit, it goes to the House. The House would then decide, but it's not clear which house, because the house would may not have been sworn. Well,
1: I guess the house is the, the house, house is the new house.
0: Yeah, the new house would decide because the house if is, they have a speaker is sworn in before um, the president. But then you look at states like New York, which just had a court rule that their electoral map was gerrymandered, and that they have to add in, they have to redraw the maps. Say goodbye to those Rhode Island. Uh, those Republican seats on Staten Island, because those are all going to be Democrats now. Wisconsin just had the liberal court with the 4-3 judge that won back in March. Yep. That they have to redraw their congressional well, maps that, because but, they were gerrymandered for Republicans, which is a huge win for Democrats.
1: They're expected to pick up two or three seats. I thought the Democrat Is the New York law going to help the Democrats yes, or the Republicans? the Democrats. Alabama has said, we're not changing. We don't care. Yeah. They, they were told by the Supreme Court, you have to change. And they said no. So now, though,
0: you can see a scenario where states have responded to one another in kind. And we have a House of Representatives. And then the new House is sworn in, which will be sworn in based on a legitimacy of court decisions overturning Republican-drawn maps, which would then make the the Democrats the people who would choose the president. Possible. There's a scenario but this is how broken our democracy is. The fact that this is conceivable and this has all come from the Colorado Supreme Court. I don't know if Trump well, it committed an interaction. I think he did. I have a feeling he did. I watched it with my own eyes, but he hasn't been convicted in a court by well, it. So just, this is going to be
1: chaos in 2024. So uh, uh, this... I think this could lead to a broader topic because one of the things I was talking I was thinking about in the way here is how is the world different from when we started in 2019 the first broadcast the first I remember I think Alicia who was then my girlfriend I think she still had the house and you tech you, you called me and said hey could you come over so I walked down here and you guys had come out of the Brass Rail, I yeah. think, which is a bar that does not exist anymore in New London. The Blue Duck, and it's, it's a blue the Blue Duck. Rail the, rail, the, the Rail was great. Yeah. the rail, the rail was, yeah, rail was great, yeah. And we talked about doing the podcast, and we decided we'd do it, and then we we went back to the Brass Rail to discuss it because yeah. that was the way we were. What and, else we gonna do? And we were walking back, and you came up with a Bill Bradley Collective. We had a, I had another name, and I forget what it was.
3: And I had a fairly. We, de- we determined it was too paternalistic, but I remember submitting, like, only kings understand each other. We liked it, but it's a little too, like, heavy-handed. Go males. Our three... Males are cool. All right, it, would have
0: a- uh, it would have alienated our three female listeners. I know. <laughs> which we... Which, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't um, want to do that.
3: But anyway... Um, and also, also constantly talk about the war on abortion and with yeah. a title like that. It's yeah. problematic. Yeah.
0: Plus, like, we, none of us are fans of the Sacramento Kings, although I do love to light the beam. Yeah. I love the beam. In yeah, Sacramento, I'm not a fan, but I, I like the beam I, is I like great
3: those guys. and the LA Kings. Yeah, JB Quick. Uh, anyway, I mean, there's I think Johnny right. Quick is now is the backup on the Rangers. He's like J.B. the best. Quick. He's yeah. like the best backup, in Danny Shellister. He's yeah. been the best backup, right? But anyway, let's get into John. Because John that, Quick, Jonathan Quick. Oh, uh, Jonathan Quick. Uh, John's quick? Okay. But so I'll anyway, just, yeah, because that Sorry. that
0: topic is just that's not a conspiracy theory. So, there is a constitutional right. path for that happening. So it would be it, it would be as somebody who grad who is a i guess technically a political scientist cuz i grad yeah. right that's what Yeah, I, you have a master's in political science. Yeah.
1: is uh that would be fascinating. I, it's terrible, so, but fascinating. So in this case which I originally originally thought was complete overreach. By the way, yes. The law, the lawsuit was brought by six
0: Republicans. Yeah. And Yeah, they and they and they cited Republican Neil Gorsuch.
1: Right. Um and there is no question that there is a Colorado law that says mm-hmm. if you committed an insurrection, you did not get to be on the Colorado ballot. And while he has not been convicted of an insurrection, I mean, we it's kind of it. like pornography. Like, you know it when you see it. Like, we know that was an insurrection. It was an insurrection. And it's like, okay, I think, I don't, I Am not qualified to talk about this as a as a, uh, a statement of law. Politically, it's disastrous for the Democrats. Terrible, because terrible. The reality is, there are many states because of gerrymandering who have overwhelming Republican majorities in the in their in the House and Senate. You know, at the local level, but do not have remotely a majority among the people, and we know this. Because among other things, when they put abortion on the ballot, it never loses. Uh, it, abortion access always wins, and so what they've done in in the state houses is rest- is try to restrict the ability to put it on the bat on the ballot or do what they're doing in uh, Wisconsin, which is w- or no where
0: Ohio, I think. Ohio, where they lost it. They lost the ballot to the constitutional amendment, and then they went, oh yeah, no, that just doesn't matter.
1: they're just doing they're acting like they're ignoring it because because a republican attorney generals in this country have become like sheriffs we don't respond to anybody we Mm -hmm. are an entity into our unto ourselves um but i think to get back to the larger point i think the two things that changed life the most not only in the last four years but in my 61 years on the planet with the January 6th insurrection because the floor of this country is way lower and approaching much faster than we had ever imagined before that. And COVID, I think COVID changed everything. It changed education. It changed the way we relate to each other. It changed, I mean. Yeah, Chris Murphy's right. There is like, there is an epidemic
0: of loneliness among males, mostly in this country, but among people
1: in general. Well, it's great to not have to go to the office, except then if you have no social other social network, you have nothing. How many people do you know who are married to someone they met at work? Yeah, like it's a lot of folks, are, or are best friends, or somebody they met at work, and it's like, I mean. To my mind, one of the great shows of all time was The Office because it was about loneliness. I mean, everybody's super lonely, and they turn to each other. So I just think those are the two biggest things in my lifetime, and they happened the last during the, the life of this podcast. Would you
3: agree to that? Absolutely. Um, from a sports perspective, I think, uh, go hand-in-hand with COVID, the fact that the NBA bubble happened, the fact that that 2020 NFL season, baseball season, the NHL bubble in Canada – The fact that we went through with a college football season and mostly in the Midwest and East Coast. I think it it, it, it proved just what a what a what a what a money making machine sports are their value as a televised product which since 2020 I mean the values of uh, distribution rights for these sports televised rights is just through the roof. It's the most live sports is the most dominant entity in in broadcast television and, and it's soon to be in streaming television and I think well, is now. going through with going through with this in COVID, and that people watched. People couldn't go, but they they watched when there wasn't any other shows in town. It was a, one, I think one of the most consequential business uh, moments in sports history. It also has that had it, a it's also had a long term effect on pro
1: leagues because the drafts coming out of COVID were horrifying. Zach controversial. Zach Wilson dominated at an older age a schedule during a covid year and parlayed that into a number the number 2 pick in the draft which was sure. crazy at the time and we're still living with it this will this will probably be right this season or next season will be the last of the
0: covid players there's still covid players in the league right it would be It'd be the, next year. Should be the end of like the twenty-six-year-old quarterback.
1: There's a twenty-seven-year-old quarterback next year.
3: But right. they still have five years of eligibility. They could have literally no, it, taken two. They uh, could going have going f- going forward. These guys have, have five years. Not
2: played. Not played. Got COVID. Oh uh, yeah. And then like, or got in, or got like a small injury and said, "I'm just going to take the COVID year." There's a they, well, they, could
1: red shirt, they could redshirt. Co- they could they could redshirt. Then they could play. Then they get five years. So right. I mean, right, right so COVID seven's years, like the most. Right. Was there two COVID years or just one? Uh, There were two. I think. T-
3: were there two? Yeah, because
0: there was one season that didn't count, and there was one season that ended right before the A-10 tournament. Remember? Yeah, I was, was say, for college, they, Oh, I was talking they, about t- football, not basketball. Oh, all right. But
3: either way, I think is, that consider- is the 2019-2020 is college basketball season considered a I believe game? they gave everybody
0: a do-over, because yeah. remember, Ish Leggett played like six nah, years right. for Rhode Island, and he was a sophomore when he transferred. Right. Um, they, did play
3: I, off. they played a full regular season. Yeah, I think, yeah.
0: I would agree on January 6th and COVID. I mean... We, oh.
3: You
2: can't take away that kid's opportunity to win a championship. Yeah. And that's why they would give him the whole year.
0: True. I mean, you think about with COVID, like, you think about how fortunate we were that we were able to, like, get together and, like, be outside meet, like, once a week to have, like, that outlet. You know, people were just wasting away, and we had, you know, we had the chance to, like, be with other people. Right. We for would... one, you know... Even if it was two hours or an hour, it was a period of time.
1: Yeah, we, we would sit out. It's, it's why we became an outdoor broadcast, and yeah. which lasted. And I will say this now. Um, this This show, which we're all proud of. I mean, I think we're proud oh. of the podcast. Oh, yeah. But okay. this is 90% the work of Brandon. Because oh, 100%, yeah. we sound so much better than we have any reason to sound. I was listening to Zach Lowe the other day, and it was like someone was talking to him through a tin can. When, when like, I, what the fuck's going on? Decisions. Like, Brandon, we're outside. We can do like it's done.
0: When I listen to podcasts where they do it over Zoom, it's like you can tell. It sounds like that first episode we did. Yeah. We're right. like, they're, they're flat. Yeah, where we didn't, like, have everything.
2: Which I don't know why they don't use Zincaster. It's free.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, but we got that.
2: Even when we had remote ones, they were good.
0: Yeah, right. and they worked. And, like, now when I listen to podcasts, I'll be like, because I listen to our episodes, I'm like, oh, that was smooth. And then I'll listen to another episode and I'll be like, ugh, what an awkward cut. Awesome. But so you could tell, like, yeah. they were saying something else.
1: Right. You know, and it's like. Yeah, it's just these weird cuts. And, but, um, but and, I, yeah, and we, like, for the people at home, um. We tend to run a little long, and there's a lot of mistakes. And yeah. like
2: you, go, you guys have gotten better over time. Don't worry. Yeah, we have gotten, gotten better, better over, over
1: time. time. That's that's like if to talk about the things I regret. We're, we we had, had so many good topics in our first year, and we weren't that good yet. And it was yeah. no, we're <laughs> yeah. we're
0: we're Barry Sandersing. We're getting out at our peak. <laughs> yeah. We're we're running for 1,200 yards <laughs> and going. You know what? I don't want to play. We're good. <laughs> uh, but the other thing, and this this could be something we talk about. I'd like to get Andrew's. Thoughts on this, actually. You talk about January 6th. Um, I mean, the reason why I knew to watch the news that day was because I knew that stuff. I read, like, you know, I was following what was going on on 4chan. You know, yep. what those rapscallions that follow QAnon are <laughs> up to. You know, it's why it's why when the guy with the horns walked in, I was like, yeah, there's a Q show, and this is his backstory,
1: because yeah. I know about You me. were talking about it on the back call. Yeah. It was uh, yeah, I knew. I was narrating. He like, was like, you're, you're telling everybody, we're sitting on this this Zoom call, and he's talking to everybody, oh, that's this guy, that's this guy. And it's like, people are both impressed and a little concerned. Yeah. I mean, well, like, finding... <laughs> finding it's
0: because Schroeder. Yeah, like, yeah, I knew this shit was coming. It's because in 2018, early in 2018, Schroeder said to me, QAnon is going to be a problem. And I dismissed. It. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, nobody knows about that. And then about a year later, I started, like, reading into it and following what they were doing. And I'm like, oh, wow. And now it's a third, 40% of the Republican Party are people that believe in this stuff. Oh, um, sure. Yo, know, just maniacs. Uh but the thing I learned from January 6th is the absolute failure of both the mainstream media and the democratic party's ability to rise to the moment to actually address fascism in this fascism in this country. Uh, I think the only group that actually is meeting the moment, uh, is labor unions. um, I think the UAW has set a standard that we are not going to go down without a fight. Um, right. And they uh, that is rippling through labor. You see that going all the way down to Starbucks workers, uh, you know, going on strike every day for just different things. Um, but the Democratic Party, it, they think that they can win uh, by saying Bidenomics is good. And like, yeah, I did. Like, I look at the charts. I look at them. Yeah, yeah. Most people are doing better. The highest wage earners are of the lower income brackets. It's we are. He has redistributed wealth upwards from the from below in a way that other presidents haven't. It's been a success, uh, but everybody fucking hates him, and everybody hates what they're talking about. And Trump, in a state in a speech last night or this week, said that immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. And now that has started being repeated in other talking points by other Republicans. That's fascism. That's it's, like well, it's, it's actually it, Nazism. I mean, that's yeah, I mean like, people people forget Hitler was elected. Right there, there just wasn't a second election. Like Hitler got elected democratically. Right. People I mean, voted for him. It's why after World War II ended, there was a huge push of denazification of Germany. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that, that's been my thing It's just every time I look at Democrats and it's just like, you're not meeting where the country needs you to be.
1: I'm not a hundred percent sure how you do that though, because the media echo, the media, um, ecosystem is such yeah. that you choose what you listen to. Like, you know, I, oh, I t- TikTok's a problem. Mm
0: -hmm. that's a problem facebook's Mm -hmm. a problem Uh, (laughs) although nikki haley's saying every 17 minutes you're on tiktok you get 30 percent more anti-semitic uh is fantastic i love when people just make up stats
1: wait a second (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) you can you're gonna hit a mark uh, just like you can't like if you just walk halfway to to the across the room you could never get to the other side <laughs> just keep doing it like so you'll never get to 100 percent, but you'll get to practically 100 yeah. percent in like a couple of days <laughs> under that logic but yeah tiktok's a problem not good so i always i i think the problem is that we cover i mean this is a sports and politics podcast we cover politics the way we cover sports it's winners it's losers it's, it's a, takes it's a problem it's the horse race Right, and it's, it's but it's even more than the horse. It's race. tribalism. It's even it, more yes. than horse race. It's yeah, like, I mean, look
0: at the way we consume sports media. Outkick, right. outkick the coverage. Um, the bro Bible, Bible bro, what's that? Bro Bible, Bro Bible. Bible. Yep. What's Bro Bible? I don't. It's, there is a right wing sports echo chamber. I mean, the same way there's a left wing sports echo chamber. Like sure. there is absolutely
2: we're in that chamber yeah we are in yeah like
0: we are <laughs> we, the we liberal are the wing, yeah, yeah we, we are the liberal sure. sports like yeah we, we, know,
1: we are we are uh, the podcast it's what our i probably still our most popular episode was talking about racism in but, the
3: masters but it, it's so. but it's really it's i'd like re- to redo that one That'd be one to it was yeah. good it was good i i'd love to return to it
0: but yeah it's really become like the yankee red sox rivalry you know in sports like it's like well you know you're not on my team anymore. Like John Fetterman said, he's not a progressive. So everybody's like, well, fuck him. Then
1: we'll primary. And it's like, why right. he's on the team. He, he's he just also, not our he, guy. He's also, his votes are pretty good. Yeah. He's fine. It's even more than that though. It's like people wrestling more because it's like the, the Red Sox and Yankees actually have to play each other and beat each other. But this is not even that. This is what was the greatest uh, accomplishment in the last, uh, uh, so far in the house's majority uh to quote
0: chip roy republican from texas texas uh nothing that he keep he chip roy is single-handedly working to defeat the republican majority (laughs) and like i i every he he's far right wing he's freedom caucus every day i watch his speeches because he's getting on the house floor and just go we're not doing anything we deserve to lose i'm like (laughs) just yeah that's keep i
3: hope people are watching the wrestling thing it's the the, the wrestling concept of the babyface and the heel and democrats republicans want to paint themselves as the babyface, paint the opponent as the heel and vice versa and what kind of where it was wrestling is like a narrative construct controlled by bookers and wrestlers and writers alike it's almost as if like the news media apparatus is kind of what con- what you what you tune into controls who you sort of look at as the baby face and the heel the good guy and the bad guy right like, i don't um, want to get I don't want to get conspiratorial,
0: but the problem is the people who fund the Democratic Party and the people who fund the Republican Party are the same corporations that own the media. Right? Sheldon Adelson owns the media, donates millions of dollars to Republican causes. Uh, George Soros doesn't own the media. He's just a rich guy. He's just a rich guy. Donates. But like, um, I don't know who owns NBC. Well, you got Rachel Maddow out there. You got Chris Hayes. You got
3: well, it's publicly traded. Uh, it's Universal, Comcast. Right. Yeah, parents, I mean NBC. Um, you know,
1: no, but there were these are corporations. Yeah, but they're all know,
3: owned by the like the
0: uh, yeah. NBC is the same people. Disney donates to the Republican and the Democratic Party. Yeah, you know, right, like the time, cor- yeah. and and then they spend all their money trying to make sure that they they don't unionize. It was why it was why when Republicans got pissed about. The Dylan guy, the trans per, or trans person, Dylan Mulvaney. That's not. That can't be it. Um, we, we, the Bud Light thing where they had, pretty close uh, to it, yeah, uh, but, yeah, where they had nice like a trans name. person put up a, and then like de- was in a Bud Light ad, right? A Bud yeah. Light, yeah. and then all these band. Republicans yeah. were like, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna boycott Bud and all their products, and then you look and it's like, okay, what beer are you drinking? Because right. anheuser
1: Bus in, owns in, in a yeah. hundred of them, You're right? You know, it's like you buy Goose Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owned by, uh, well, it's at least distributed by Budweiser. You can get to the Woker beers. Blue Moon comes with a fruit. First of all, Blue Moon is owned by a company. Isn't
3: it Miller whose, Co- it's not Miller who, Coors?
1: Who, who's, it's Coors, right. Whose founder was named Adolf. Adolf. Or whose president's named Adolf. It was named after World War II. Yeah. You would think World War II would kind of end Adolf as a name, but nope, not in the core family. <laughs> Coors family. So, Andrew, what would you think... We are talking about like, the two biggest moments in, in politics. What do you think have been like, the landmark thing in sports? Jeez, I should have
3: been ready for you to, for that. In the interest of this podcast and what we talk about week to week, um, I think in the top two or three is for sure the formation of, of Live Golf. Yeah. Um, in terms of, or perhaps more broadly, what I think the future of Saudi involvement right. in North American sports is.
1: Right. That's that to me that's the key because live golf
3: has set the I mean we, we
1: you know we're golfing fans, you more than the rest of us, but we're golfing fans. But that opened the door and um what league is going to keep them out? Because you know what? If what's the what's the next NFL team that's gonna be up for up for sale? <laughs>
3: Well, what, what, what are they gonna What are they gonna go for? You figure. Well, if it's a if, six you, billion, you start, at six, you start at six billion. He's pre, Bidwell's. Well, pretty uh, young, isn't he? Is he still? Well, young yeah, as but Cardinals? it's. I mean, they're, they're not, a terrible franchise. It's probably but, Mark Davis. You think so? I uh, mean, because they're just not that well. Las Vegas Raiders. That's going to be a seven, eight billion plus. And guess what? Right. That's fucking chump change I, I, to the PIF. Right. But they, but they'll come in at eleven. No, exactly. They'll come in it's, at
1: eleven and just end the story. Um,
3: <laughs> who's so, going to stand up to that? <laughs> uh, first, I mean,
0: first off, Raider Nation is going to stand up to that. All right,
3: don't <laughs> mess with the black and silver. They, w- I don't think they'll change a thing about them. Just no. the guy sitting in the owner's box is. Well, he won't, won't sit in the owner's box. They will. He won't come to the games. You don't think so? No. Well, what if it's what if it's the head of uh, the, guy, the guy behind Live there? I'll. Yeah, I'll maybe she, uh, you know. maybe
1: he will. Who knows? They'll have representation there, hundred percent.
3: Right. And and I just think it's 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 That's it's that's the point.
1: With Saudi money is it's going to coming. be. That's. Do you have a? Because I think that's right. I think it's it's the. It's the influx of even more money into pro sports, from Saudi Arabia, um, is going to be a, a huge issue.
3: I'll give you number two. Sure. Leela sports gambling, yeah, which has happened over the course of this podcast.
1: Yeah, correct. And we I, talked uh, about it. it right? You can't we an episode on that.
3: Yeah, Completely, oh, yeah. you cannot watch f- five minutes of ESPN or any, any sports coverage, any live game, whatever, without some piece of sports gambling. Well, e- um, I,
0: ESPN just released they're, they're, they have a sports
3: book. book in every fucking
0: show now. It's in like 15, Does 15 20 states. ESPN bet, and then they just yeah. do, and it's like, Jesus, I just want to just talk about the game. I want to hear but, Josh Allen's I,
1: struggles. I, I think I, uh, the, the, the moment it really shocked right, where it was like, oh, okay, this is a different thing. It was this week, and I'm scrolling through my phone, and because Juliet has my phone a lot, the <laughs> algorithm is weird. Um, but it was they asked, it was Travis Kelsey. Somebody asked Travis Kelsey, is Taylor Swift going to be at the game uh, this week? And he said, you know, I don't think I, I, I can't answer that because the line, both my line, in terms of receptions and yards, and the game line is affected when she shows up, and so I don't think it's appropriate for me to speak about that, which is, A, pretty smart for tra- for Travis Kelsey, who does not strike me as an intellectual, and, B, like, that was the first time I said, oh, this is just everywhere right now. Like, you just there's no yeah. movement away from it.
3: It's not even just ESPN. It's every like regional sports network across the country, and we have like here, like MSG, SNY, and SNY and Nessen, They all have their own uh, daily broadcasts committed committed to uh, gambling content, oh. and it's always it's a host of usually young, good looking men and women. Probably there's probably journalism majors. There's probably communications majors there. And they're telling you all of their their picks and this and that their plays and it's like, I hope people aren't like are, aren't like writing this down and, and like taking their content to the bank. Like these are not professional handicappers no, or sports betters. These I are just like, pretty people on TV in this industry. That's just I do like exploded. Aaron Dolan though
0: on ESPN. I like Aaron Dolan. I couple. do too. I don't. I've won, I don't, I've won a, I've won I don't think she's like a tout. But no, I hit a couple. But, I hit a you know. couple bets when I took her her bet. I was like, yeah, all right. And right. I hit like two, and I was like, that's enough. I've won fifteen dollars. Right. Yeah. That's probably smart. If you were going to continue to just,
3: write. I, I yeah. don't think that would be. Well, well at smart, some point, people
1: are going to start publishing wins and losses, wins and, and losses, yeah. and all the rest. And sometimes they
3: do, and sometimes, and, and, and sometimes, and sometimes that, they don't. And sometimes, sometimes was, the numbers come was, from no. But I mean, It'll be an
1: aggregator because you can't trust that you'll be an aggregator who sets up ai to watch all of them, record all of them and put it on an excel spreadsheet and you'll be able to it'll be you'll be able to order that for a cost and that'll be it.
0: Well, that was why Barstool and Penn getting in business together was such a big deal cuz Barstool is essentially a gambling website. Like that's basically what they do now. They've
3: really exploded on the back of gambling content. And they were big when we and started. They're bigger and now when they, they were owned
0: by Penn. They kept getting fined by regulators because they couldn't say like surefire, right? You lock. know, par- lock parlay because they were like, yeah. nope. People think you're that. And um, I just want to talk about the two feel good stories of the last Please. couple of years yeah. uh, in sports. Uh, one, FAU, the Golden Owls, going to the Final Four. What a run.
3: That was a great tournament. I forget who won the title that year. But if yeah. you had a home
0: run. UConn, UConn winning it overall. But not only UConn winning it, but winning by 20
3: every game. They won by double digits Dutch, every game. Yeah. Absolutely first embarrassing. Time since, first time since we UCLA? First, I think it's first time ever that they won all. Well, um, yeah. they played six games. UCLA had only had to play four More. back in
1: that run. Um, UCLA, is it just... Rash people. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. The, the faces the, the, the change, years. The it's like Jabbar, the... Walton
0: Wilkes. Yeah. But uh, the the other one, uh and one we all had together was the Aaron Rodgers finally coming to the Jets. Like <laughs> feel good story. What? We well, saying? okay, all right. <laughs> hold, stay with me. Stay with me on why a feel because remember Going back to a
2: time we're not in this. Time.
0: Remember, like it, it ended badly. Couldn't have gone worse. No, it began badly. It <laughs> it just it couldn't have gone worse. Um. You know, tearing his Achilles four plays in. Awful. Season going to shit. We all know what's going on right now. But remember when he signed. And when he said, I'm Pat Ma- I'm Pat McAfee. I'm going to be a Jet. And then they got him. And then he ran out of the MetLife on 9-11 with the flag. Planting the flag. And that was fucking awesome. To be a New York Jet fan for the first time in over a decade. I was like, we've got something. And that was awesome to feel again. Because like the teams I like, the teams I really root for, the Jets, Rhode Island. The Mets. The Mets. Yeah. You know, just a lot of disappointment. Just a lot of like, well, maybe next year. And I, for that like one minute, remember you you walking no, up the street. I, I, I said, I, I've been looking forward to this since August.
1: Yes. Before no, August. I remember please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just remember the look on your face. When he went down and you sat there just you did not say a word for about twenty minutes and he said, Okay. Okay. And that was it. <laughs> Here we go, my, Zach. Um, yeah. Wilson, let us yeah. My um my feel good story, because I think we started the shows talk we, we I think even in season zero, the ones that were never went on the air nor should have been, um we were talking couple, about a couple of them leaked. Yeah, a couple of them leaked. The, um, the hackers get everybody. The uh, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight, which we looked forward to for uh, three years. Sure. And then we saw one of the great ring performances ever. It wasn't a good fight. Errol Spence, <laughs> oh, I want a rematch. He has not he asked for a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I need a, I, I'm need going to use my Ter- rematch. He's, he's just stopped fighting.
0: Terrence Crawford, when he beat Spence, it was like, oh, there's nobody who can beat him at this weight. He'll take anybody out. Like, he is pound for... Anybody who watched that and didn't think, all right, pound for pound, he's number one. Like, uh, I don't know who else you put there.
1: It, 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 it in Milwaukee, what, what's the, the, the featherweight?
3: Bantamweight. And not, Bantamweight. Uh, Now you're in, in UA. In um, UA. Oh, he's good. But the problem is... He fights is, on ESPN the, Plus, yeah, right? he does. Yeah, right. He's good. Yeah. I've seen him a couple Got times. Well, he up. fights
1: on ESPN, but they're like they're 4 a.m. Yeah. Like, yeah. But the problem is, to me... To be the best 118 pounder in the world, that's like there aren't that many guys I, who can if get he there. Go, if I he goes up thing, to
3: 120, who who's who's in 120? 122 would be next. There's a bunch of guys right. there, and he's gonna he's gonna move up. He's gonna try to get to 122, 126. He's probably um, got like
0: three years left. I mean, he's old. He's 35. I'd love to right? see
1: so over here. Well,
3: Crawford's 35. No. Yeah, so he's. I think he's a bit younger than Crawford. But again, you know, like, yeah, but time is not the, an ally small, of any fighter. And
1: small guys, small guys don't age well. Because, because you can't slow up at all. Like you just can't slow up at all because everybody's fast. Like Foreman was able to fight as a heavyweight because he didn't fight anybody who was particularly fast. Plus, if he hit you on the shoulder, he knocked you out. So it was like... But uh, that was to me one of the the highlights of the four years. We watched that fight together, and it was... Um but it was
3: big night for boxing. It was kind of Showtime's big send off. Uh, yep. like Dave they've curtained their boxing coverage. Um I, I no, was yeah. Good call. In the last four years, it, this was another long, great
2: bookend. You know? You
3: could say yep. that. You this should. this was that's right. This yep. wasn't the You're last
0: this wasn't the last four years because uh the world functionally ended about three weeks after this. But watching Tyson Fury uh Deontay Wilder in Buffalo Next to a very, very drunk Buffalo man after I It's had, almost redundant. After I had uh shared my pizza with a homeless guy out in the streets, uh coming back in and being so pumped and the guy next to me was drunk, going, I bet a grand on this fight on Wilder. And I was like, Okay, I didn't, but like I'm rooting <laughs> for him. And just just watching it all go. Just what you just you watch the man go poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah, it was one of those things. Where like cleaned him out. Yeah, it was like oh, yeah, you know, I I was big on Wilder, but when he came out in that seventy five pound cape or whatever he yeah. wore, like you knew it was over.
3: I would be remiss quickly, and it was a bigger point here. But while we when we first started, uh, January twenty twenty, UConn coach Stan Hurley gets up to get killed by Lenovo. Yep. He says, "Look." It's coming it's coming that's what he says and, and it came full circle in March my biggest thing my what I love the most about Hurley and what I also really like about and we talked about what a weirdo he is and perhaps a cheater as well but a guy like Jim Harbaugh and there's other coaches too the coaches that have come out and publicly gotten behind the whole idea of Nil of which Hurley is a huge proponent of 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 it as is Harbaugh I think they're the most prominent in each of their respective uh yeah. men's sports. Um, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to root for a coach that is on board with what's right. Who yeah. thinks
1: that this multi-billion-dollar industry should have pay some of the money to the people right. who, uh, who who perform for it? Hurley sitting
0: with his players this offseason when they declared, I thought was like, that's
3: a that, that's a coach that like Suck, he gave a shit about summer, those kids. Summer 2020, in the light of the George Floyd uh, murder, yep. uh, Hurley was totally behind any sort of any player he was behind him totally behind it speaking of
1: speaking of Harbaugh one of the not positive things during our time is just the dissolution of college football from what we know it's it's gone from being a regional sport you know in the four years it's gone from being a regional sport well at least regional conferences to something nothing like we've ever had before or nothing like we really want.
3: It's lost any charm that it had four years ago. That was any charm that was left. And there was still some. It's gone now. It's, it's, been, a ra- the, it's been eradicated. The
0: rivalries are going to start dying soon. And then we're going to be left with like Oregon Cincinnati or some shit. Who cares? Oregon, Oregon Nebraska. Oregon Nebraska. Oregon Nebraska. Okay. Oregon, yeah. Oregon
1: State are not playing next year. A, or is race. it Washington Washington State? I, I, I don't think either one either of them playing next I mean, um, you know, those the pack two. I mean, you know, when you have things like the Apple Cup and, you know, the Platypus Cup, like the Egg are, Bowl, the Egg Bowl, well, that's going to go on. So you know, that'll,
3: but these games that have been played year in, year out for a century.
1: Right. Plus, in some cases. And, and there's just and, and like, if you live in Corvallis, Oregon. You, you know,
3: circle that date on the
1: calendar. That, that's year. the most important day of the year for you. Oh, robbing the, the right fuck, Alabama fucking beating Auburn in the Iron Bowl, which ruined everything for everybody. Yeah. You know. And and although Georgia would have made it.
0: Yukon anyway. robbing Connecticut residents of the, the civil, civil Cal- conflict.
3: <laughs> you're here. A trophy that
0: I think is still on Rensselaer field.
3: I think UCF kicked the crap out of Syracuse last night in that yeah, bowl they, game. It yeah, was they did 24 nothing last I checked. But
1: um I I, I didn't I have to check. I haven't checked. Syracuse. fuck fuck Syracuse. Syracuse. They
3: they 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 started this shit. They stayed, they they're one of the team programs that started this. We have legit football, Syracuse and Pitt and BC leaving the biggies for the ACC. Thank you, fuck you, bye. So, I guess we should be wrapping up now. This is a
2: you're literally about to get the full hour, an hour. Let's go. Yeah, let's Here,
1: go to the last, last ten. five ten. All there right, that. yeah, no, we're good. So, I, I was just thinking that, like, the the idea of this show when we started is this is what it's like to sit and talk to us at a bar, yeah. yeah and and so people people who like the show have told me, I feel like. You know, this is what it must feel like, and you know we don't hang out at bars anymore, particularly.
3: And people that don't like the show say the same thing. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what I'm But,
1: but um, we would be remiss if we didn't say that the bar that we were hanging out with right when this show started, then went into COVID, then is going out of is closing its doors for the last time three days after this show airs. The draft choice. It's the weirdest fucking metaphor ever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, it's literally within days of both the start and the end. And we recorded live from there a couple of times, um, and it was just. It's the just world
2: a, is connected in very, very strange yeah, freaking ways.
1: It really <laughs> is. It's it's like, maybe QAnon's right. Maybe JFK Jr. is alive. Oh, listen, bud. <laughs> just, just real quick on that. Uh,
0: A judge is going to unseal 170 of Epstein's black book names that were in there. Very excited for this. Only three are not being redacted. My guess is Musk, Trump, and Gates. Are the three not redacted? Are the three that are remaining redacted. Why do they get to remain
2: redacted? I don't know. Oh, Elon. oh, Elon's got way too, way too many government contracts for them to put his
0: Yeah, they're, place. they're not messing with SpaceX. Well, you SpaceX. know, the Clintons yeah. are going yeah, to be unredacted. Starlink. They are right. But I'm very, exci- I'm very but, excited uh, but about it, that. No,
1: they, no one would redact, not redact Clinton, but redact Trump.
2: And I'll make this prediction as since we're going off the air so years from now I could call back and go, I made it in the last episode. Tesla will get the uh, police car contract here in a few years.
0: In New London? Everywhere.
2: Everywhere. Everywhere. There'll be the new Ford Crown Vic. Made in America, electric cars. They charge them. They take them out. They, It'll actually work.
1: I just read developers. recently, though. I mean, I think it was this morning they're disaster, that they're having a disaster. They're having a disaster with the batteries. Yeah, nothing Musk does actually works except he gets gets wealthier and wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. I mean, how long did it take the non? <clears throat> how long did it take the uh, driverless car to crash and kill it somebody? Is, like an hour. It is <laughs> very
0: strange that he. Embodies both the innovative if you look at the shit he's done like Tesla is the reason why Ford, GE, Dodge, Chevy's are moving towards EVs. They're the reason why Connecticut just tried to pass a regulation pushing for EVs. Um SpaceX, you know, they've done some cool shit in space.
3: The whole going well, on they mostly
0: exploded. They mostly explode, but also rock rockets exploding are very fun to watch. Unless you're in them. Well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> the challenger, bad. Elon Musk's unmanned <laughs> thing, good.
2: Um, just, just, I don't think he's killed anyone yet. Yeah.
0: But, like, you you look, and it's, it's such a weird thing. Like, he kind of... Im- he is the perfect embodiment of the capitalist system of always trying to do more,
1: failing, and getting right. richer for now, it. Here's why he's the perfect embodiment of the capitalist system. He inherited all of his money <laughs> yes. to start. He then... Gets government contracts, and based on his success. But when he doesn't have success, the government pays him anyway because you, he's just—he's too big to fail. So he is the perfect embodiment of capitalism, is because he was born not on third base, but a quarter inch from the plate, still gets tagged out to say he scored anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's awful, but he does good.
0: Uh, the you still, you, stuff. One of your first rants was about oh, how much I hate you hate him. Elon Musk. If there was justice, he would be dragged into the streets and stoned. But and also to clarify, well,
2: he hasn't killed people in space. Yeah, you know, he's killed people. Self-driving cars have definitely killed yeah, people. Yeah, he, oh. he's
1: killed people. Like he, yeah, he killed people in his in in his tests. Um, but you know, he doesn't wear a suit. He wears jeans, so he's he's got to be a good guy. And and what? Yeah, he also
3: not most. all capitalist heroes wear suits but <laughs> yeah. let, let that be a lesson
1: <laughs> we did have um during our time the third billion uh, third active player to become a billionaire because LeBron did LeBron James LeBron um
3: MJ Tiger LeBron in that order
1: no it's no? Fitzpatrick Fitzsimmons it's an F1 guy um it's not oh, you said th- we, while, three athletes uh, wh- became billionaires wh- while ath- while still performing. Jordan became a billionaire afterwards, right. not before. Um, Lewis Hamilton was it? That's, yeah, maybe. That's it. That's yeah, yeah, Hamilton. That's it. Um that's it. Hamilton. Right, I said but Patrick, so you know that was right. Um it's Hamilton, Tiger, and LeBron. And um the season LeBron's having this year. <laughs> I think it's crazy,
2: there's not a soccer player in there.
1: No, it's I I they probably can't wear, do they wear um Endorsements on their uniforms. The, the endorsements teams, are to the teams. teams, to the teams. teams. yeah, the endorsements. Yeah. The,
0: I mean, if it's I
1: if mean, it's going to be anyone, is, anyone.
2: So Blonde doesn't wear an endorsement on his
0: jersey. Yeah. If it's a, if it's going to be anyone in soccer, Wait, it's going to be Ronaldo because he, he just got six hundred and fifty million from the Saudis. But he
1: he wears he wears they get to wear their own shoes. Yeah, so like they're they're kind of doing it like the LeBron shoes he wears the LeBron shoes. Who is the athlete who? ruin their of uh, ruin their feet because they were wearing their own stupid shoe. Uh, oh LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Um who I, I missed because he was a fun player to watch.
2: My guess on that was gonna be uh Shaq because he had that Walmart brand for a while.
1: <laughs> Shaq's the best. All, <laughs> All right. Truly. A- any uh any final words, Andrew, Zach, Brandon?
3: I you know, I got to come to this table, both inside outside, over the course of the last four years. I got to talk about the ninety nine Ryder Cup. I, I get to talk about UConn guys that that left too early, and I kind of got to eulogize them on this air. Shit that like
1: you got to shit, shit talk a guy who's for uh, who uh, didn't have for, a brother for a bit of a
3: public uh, <laughs> yes, a little mishap on a golf course. Um, without this pot, I mean, these are like just things I like won't forget, and these are things that I'm like passionate about that I have nobody else, no other avenue to like talk about, and that's those are like two examples out of like a million. It's just it's been an absolute pleasure and just um i'm still like ridden with anxiety every time i step in front of the mic but i think of like how it was four years ago and now and you know just being at ease and, and, and comfort with you guys and with brandon's production who is the fucking real mvp um long live the bill bradley collective love you guys
1: Zach?
0: yeah i mean you know i uh went through a lot i guess over these last four years completely changed who i was you know one of the lowest points of my life, I can actually go back and pinpoint cause I can listen to it. And I think that I'm fortunate for that, uh, because it always will sit as a reminder of what I have to lose and what I could change. And, you know, this is the end of a chapter and it's an end of a part of my life, you know, this along with rehab and, you know, on to the next chapter that we'll all be a part of no matter what. And, uh, you know when i look back uh when i think back about this chapter of my life you know i'll think back of it fondly because i wrote it with you guys and uh could not could not be more fortunate of a person to uh have gone through what i've gone through and to have done all of this with with you guys and getting to spend every week with my dad and two of my closest friends you know seeing you guys once a week for the next uh for the last four years has been the best part of my week every week and uh I'm sad that it's ending, but I know, you know, we'll just keep talking about sports and <laughs> politics, politics and shit. Same, same shit in different forums. And now, you know, we'll still do that. But, uh, yeah, I love all you guys. You're like a family to me. Uh, I hope we brought a small bit of joy to people that listened. I, I hope we made their lives, you know, a little more thoughtful or a little more easier, uh, brought attention to issues they might not have otherwise thought about. Um Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. Can't uh, can't can't forget how great of a moment this was with all it, you guys.
1: You know, if you if you told us four years ago that you know you're going to be closing in on ten thousand listens, yeah. which when you think about it, which if, I meant to check
2: before the show today. Uh, and if you think Very about close. it,
1: you know, we I've been, um, I've been refreshing and we hitting. we um, if our average show was fifty minutes, that's you know. 500,000 minutes of people listening to us uh, which seems like a lot Uh, it's been um, you know one of the things that I always thought this show was about was um, kind of fathers and sons and uh, you know you guys have been like sons to me and you are so it's been great we say goodbye from the Bill Bradley Collective (laughs)
3: As always, we thank you for joining us here. And if you liked today's episode, smash that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Let's help grow the collective brand. We'll see you all next week on the Bill Bradley Collective.